you go home goods no i went to the goodwill <laughs> yeah what'd you get i got a, a i don't know if it's a painting or a really good painting or a fo- uh, big old stretched out photograph on a canvas okay I got oh, that, and i got this uh abstract jazz picture that i had to uh it came on one of those shitty uh, cardboard frames like we used to uh, well you weren't in photo class but you know the cardboard frame that you get in oh, photo yeah. class yep yep it came on one of those so I'm gonna trim it down I bought another frame got a little deal on the frame so uh trim it down and fit in that frame set that shit up so what's the big picture of <laughs> the big picture is a uh, road just like kind of looks like eastern Colorado heading to the mountains. It's just a two-lane road that's on a flat area, and then you got a big old mountains in the background with clouds overhead. It's a badass picture. Okay. Alright, so just like you're driving into to, uh, into the mountains, huh? Yeah. A little something yeah. to look at and think about. Yeah, yeah, living room decor, man. Yeah, gotta go with the with the new big big L couch. That's true. You do need something to really set that couch off. What about a rug? Have you got a rug? No, I do carpet. Oh yeah, you you got carpet. Yeah. So rugs kind of just look uh, overkill on carpet. You can do it though. People do it. Do they? I think so. I don't know. That's a bold move in my prediction. At least in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, it could be. We got a big, uh, we got a big snowstorm uh, here in the Midwest brewing. You mentioned that in the text. What? What? You got a, just a lot of snow, or ice know. or cold? What are we talking here? I don't know. It could be. We don't really. Who knows, man? Like two days ago, it was supposed to be a ton of snow. Friday night into Saturday. And it was just a bunch of rain last night. Um, but tonight, so tonight it did turn into snow. There's not a ton of it, but it is still, it's still coming down, so who knows. But we'll see. It's been, it's been, you know, a lot of dramatic, you know how it is with these snowstorms. At first it's, you know, everybody's in a panic. Yeah. And then, then not so much happens, and now it's coming back again. And it's kind of a roller coaster of, uh... Of how intense the snow's gonna be, so we'll find out. But it's it's it came down pretty good. You got is this the first snow of the year? Oh no, we had a remember we had snow uh, on Halloween was the first snow of the year. Oh no no, I made up twenty twenty. So oh. maybe smart ass. Okay, I thought okay, so you're doing a dad this year, a dad's this year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Not de- this of this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the first snow of this year. Okay. Yeah, I uh, we haven't had any yet. <clears throat> might, might not get anything till February. You never know. Yeah. 
Yep, so other than that, um, got the siding done on my house. That's finally finished. Oh, hell yeah. So that was pretty sweet, except I was walking around this morning and they forgot to do like a two-foot section, a sneaky little section on the overhang of my front porch. Those fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah, so I, had to, so I had to call them back. So they're coming back on Monday, supposedly. And then uh, the gutter people are supposed to come Monday if it's not too bad, so we'll see what the weather does. Gutter? I hardly know her. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, that shit's almost finally done. So that's good. Uh, we have a... Uh, remember I told you I found out where the bats were coming in? Yeah. And there's the like... Yeah, the chimney. Like, there's no... Uh, there's no chimney cap up top. So, right now, there's a squirrel in our chimney. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, it's got to protect... It's He's there to protect you from the bats, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's like your living wings. <laughs> yeah. But I can hear him in there just making those crazy fucking noises they make, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just, just a little chip... It sounds like a little chipmunk in there. So, uh... But I don't know how long it'll take before he kills himself. So I'll keep you updated on that. But right now, as of right now, he's still alive. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, like, it's like a, it's an actual decision of his. He's like, well, I'm not getting out of here. Might as well just kill myself. Yeah. I think he's... It's not my natural causes. It's just him just straight offing himself in your chimney. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, honestly. It sounds like he's he's not like in the actual chimney cavity where you could see him, you know. He's, uh, maybe he has a nest up top, Eric. No, he's like right above the the door you open when you actually light the chimney so the smoke goes out. Like, oh. Like he, I don't think there's any way we have it all all boarded off right now because the bat situation. Yeah. So it's possible that he's in that cavity, but I highly doubt it. I think I'd be able to... I can hear him real well, but I don't think he's that low. I think he's right above the little door you open for the smoke to roll out when you actually light it. I don't think there's any way he's small enough to get in there. But you think that fucker can crawl back up, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they can't crawl up vertical shit. I, I don't know how good their claws are. We they're, don't have an animal expert on this show. I wish we did. They're damn good. Their claws are damn good, Jeff. That's why I don't I, understand why the fuck... Well, I think maybe what's happened... Because you can hear that thing, um, the little flu door, jumping up and down. Yeah. So I feel like he's like... He could be trapped in it, or I don't know what he's doing in there. It's really been bugging me, because it's like... I've seen those things climb vertical trees like it's nothing. Yeah, same here. That's that's the mental image in my head. Is those things just like darted up a twenty foot tree in about five seconds? But like you said, maybe the inside of a chimney when it's got soot on it's real slippery. I don't know. Well, yeah, you you are going to have to keep me and all the Boom DDT listeners updated on the squirrel and the bats and the chimney. Yeah, well, he's uh. he's been in there since the first time I heard him scratching around in there. <laughs> was about uh, 7 a.m. This morning? Yeah. So he's, oh, so he's, he's a newcomer. Yeah, so he'll be he'll be going on 12 hours here in a little bit. Oh. Um, but See, you, I was thinking like he was in there for the last couple of days just chilling with you. 
Nope, no, he's a newcomer, but if he can't get out, he'll probably panic and accidentally kill himself, I'm assuming, or... I don't know how long it would take a squirrel to starve to death. Probably a long time. Ball to the squirrel, welcome to the Boom DDT podcast. If yeah. you can hear it through the walls, enjoy. Yeah, enjoy Yeah, enjoy your stay. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's pretty much what I got going on over here. I mean, that, that's... Shit, you got housing plans, you got animal plans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all working on our houses in the old uh, hunker down winter season. It's the time to, man. What what better time? You're stuck in the damn thing for the majority of the day or evening, whatever. And then you're just like, God, this shit needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's the winter depression season. Did you oh I got one. Did you see the Joker yet? The movie The Joker? Yeah. No. It's really good. I've uh, given up on any type of superhero movie. Well, that's... Is that a superhero movie, or is it a little different? It's way different, and yeah, I totally agree. You know I'm not a comic book guy. I hate superhero movies. Yeah. But uh, this one is amazing. It's You could go through the whole thing not knowing it's a superhero movie. It, like, that, that doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's just about, you know, it's about, like, you know, mental health and... It's kind of like, like I said, you, you wouldn't have to know that it was a superhero movie at all. It's just, you know, an, a, a, a crazy guy that uh, forms like a following because he's taken out the elite, pretty much. So it's so like... So there's like super, there's like comic booky aspects in the plot line, but... Yeah. Yeah, I so mean, much. yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's set in Gotham and... Uh, Bruce Wayne, which is Batman, you see him a couple times. Just hanging out, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> well, him as a child. Hanging out, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, he's, though, right? he's still smoking cigarettes. Yep. Uh, That's but, how he got that voice. Yeah. This is car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fucking Newports to get that voice. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of Cadillacs. But no, I highly recommend it anytime you got extra time. It was it was amazing. Now is that in theaters or is that uh No, it's it's released. Oh, okay. So you could yeah. I don't does uh does Denver still have any kind of uh D V D rental situation? Redbox. Besides that, can you go to a place and get a physical D V D like a family video? be little nooks definitely not in my neck of the woods i like to tell people that to, like people are like you can't buy dvd you can't buy you can't rip movies anymore i'm like no in my hometown there's a chain of them still and they're yeah. thriving yeah well, family video baby <laughs> i don't know if they're thriving but they're surviving tell you that they're much thriving, they're thriving because they're surviving eric that's a business model just outlast all these corporate fat cats and someone's gonna want to rent a movie yeah, I mean, they sell CBD there now. <laughs> Just, <laughs> they've been doing that for like the past year. And they put pizza places in them. It's another little tool they've tried. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're going all angles. They're just like, here, hunker down in your little depression January. Yeah. Rent a movie. Rub some CBD all over your body. Yeah. Eat a 
Yeah, dip your balls in some CBD lotion. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was just curious about that because I was wondering if anybody in big cities rents DVDs like that anymore. I mean, the red boxes go like crazy, but of course, I yeah. said, I've never once done a red box. I mean, it's the same thing except without the building and a lot shittier of a selection. Yeah. But you have to return it to any machine, or how's the return go? Yeah, any machine. Like, I I, I, I could return it in Illinois. I almost did that once when I rented a game here. I'm like, oh, shit, well, if I just leave it sitting here at Denver, it's just going to rack up late fees. So I meant to bring it to Illinois with me to just return it in Peoria. It turns out I forgot it, so I racked up those late fees anyway. <laughs> How are the late fees? Oh, I can't remember. It's been a while, and it, I think it varies. Uh, I was doing games, so that's a whole different system, but you can't even rent games anymore, at least not in my red box. It's just you purchase them for discounts. Do you have the, like, so is there a van, you know a family video when they say, like, oh, we got a little late fee here. We got about $45. Is there anything we can do with that? And you're just like... <laughs> Oh, I really, I really can't. Not this time, bud. No, there's, there's no customer service like that. You, you swipe your card when you check out the uh, check out the movie or game or whatever. So they got your card on file, and they're just gonna automatically charge you. Okay, so there's no fucking around. If it's late, it's just boom, you're charged. Yeah, I think if it gets to a certain point, they just charge you like twenty to twenty five bucks to purchase it. Like if it gets past like. Two or three weeks or some shit. I'm not. I'm not sure about the fine print though. Hmm. Well, I'll probably never red box. To be honest with you. You, know, you never know when something comes out and it's not on Netflix. And well, I guess you got like YouTube. Like you're, you're right. There's a whole bunch of streaming platforms you can really just start to rent movies on nowadays. Yeah, but every once in a while, you're like, you want to see something weird, and it's only a dollar at Family Video. That's true. And you're just like, eh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, the the video store used to be like the highlight of your week. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and Jason will talk about Second Cinema all the time. Like you, you, you loved going to Second Cinema back in the day. That, that was the beginning of your sleepover. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a wrestling vid, or you might get um, what's another Some classic wacky horror movies? Oh, wacky horror movie. Like, uh, what was our favorite one? Uh, Leprechauns is up there. Oh, Trevor, of course. Tremors, Leprechaun. No, the one where uh, it was like Peter King. Is that his name? Stephen King? No, no, no. Who's the guy who did uh, all the uh, Lord of the Rings? Not Peter King. J.R.R. Tolkien? No, the director. Christopher Columbus? <laughs> <laughs> Borks, uh, he just woke up at uh, at about 4 p.m. That's all right. It's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brother. Salute to him. I uh, I played him a Tim Heidecker song called Insomnia. That always reminds me of Bork. It's pretty much written about him. <laughs> and he says, uh, then I wake up in the afternoon and I feel like I don't miss anything. Uh, let me find this out real quick, because this is 
stupid. I have to figure this out. It was the. It was like oh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Isn't that his name? That sounds made up as shit. No, I swear, dude. Here I'm almost there. Yeah, Peter Jackson. His first movie was uh, maybe not his first, but the first one we ever saw was a really like a low budget horror, but it was awesome. You don't know what I'm talking about? You gotta give me something more than the director, cause I. Uh, he, there's like a scene where they pass around uh, a bowl of puke and everybody drinks it. Uh, it's starting to ring. Was was there a cult aspect or no? Yeah, there's a cult aspect, and on the front cover, it's just a middle of uh, one of the alien guys just giving you the middle finger. That's probably. Oh, yeah, that's all you had to say. Uh, bad taste. What's that movie called? Bad taste. Bad taste. Yeah. Bad fucking taste. Yeah, if anybody. Uh, <laughs> Is listening to this and haven't seen Bad Taste, it is an absolute must see. <laughs> if you like the campy horror movies, my god. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this, this is like, uh, you know the Misfits song, uh, Brain Eaters? Yeah. This is the, this is a music video in my head for Brain Eaters. Yeah. Is that, is that scene of them just like, cause it, it's a sloppy ass dinner scene when they're passing around that puke bucket or whatever oh yeah it was almost hard to watch as a kid yeah it's gruesome you're like what the fuck is going on here yeah it was oh it was bad dude i i want to watch this right now this is ridiculous (laughs) maybe you need to run the family video eric i seriously like i'm going over to borks tonight and i will i might stop by the family video and see if they got bad taste how about that for a plug god damn but i'll be so disappointed if they don't and then I'll get a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> Can't help myself. Um, uh, with Steven Seagal. Oh yeah, something great. I'm trying to think. There was one over by. Uh, um. What, what could I say that you would know? Okay, the Hardys on North Knoxville, like up by where I grew up. Yes, sir. That little area had a like a, sen- a second cinema, you know, not a chain uh, video store. Did you ever go there? That strip mall did North Point. Yep, North Point. Uh, no, that North Point had so many sneaky stores I could never figure them all out. God, I wonder what that was called. Now it's it's done now. I assume, right? Oh yeah. For sure. It's been gone uh, forever. Are we talking it, like 90s, 2000s? When are we talking then? 90s. Like, it, it was gone before Second Cinema was. Oh, shit. Then, yeah, I have no idea. But that's the one we used to go to. Um, I, uh, when I started having sleepovers at the time, the now sold, a Hollywood video would be the squeeze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There was a Hollywood video. Uh,. We're, oh, it was actually by the Kroger and, and the Shalotskis. Yeah, it was it was uh, Shalotskis and and Hollywood Video used to be that little spot. Yep. Yep. Lots of lots of wrestling DVDs were rented there. Oh, for sure. They had a good selection. No, oh, I don't know. I can't find. It. I wish I could find the name. Man, I I just I I've never wanted to go back in the Wayback Machine more in my life than just to go to Second Cinema. Oh yeah, it's 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 nostalgic as hell. 
I think that and you combine far more in there. Oh. Yeah, I'm set. Ran a fucking uh, N64 game. Yeah. God damn. What was those things that uh, uh, Brian always had? They were they were weird. They like you plugged like the N sixty four cartridge into that, and then that thing went into the the N sixty four. Game Shark. Yeah, the like a code thing that I never quite understood, but it's just a cartridge of cheats for all different types of games. But didn't it have like an assortment of games on it, or it was all just cheat codes? Uh, it varied. I think. Like I saw a bunch of different types of Game Sharks, and I think maybe some. There's something that you could play a bunch of old school like Galaga and Dig Dug and all those type of, and Pac-Man, all those type of games on the old arcade games from the 70s. Damn. I mean, you can still, you, they still sell those, Eric. Just new platforms. Yeah. Do you remember Ready to Rumble? Of course I do. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Let's get ready to rumble! Damn, that was a classic rental. You know, I rented Ready to Rumble a couple times. Did you? Oh yeah, they had the they had butter. Wasn't Butterbean in it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. There, there's nothing better than just fighting with a huge fat white guy. Uh, I fought. I fought. Our buddy uh, Ross used to own this game, and we used to fight with the big uh, black. American guy that reminded me of Balrog from Street Fighter 2. Wait, you talking about the skinnier black guy with the fro? Maybe he was skinny. I can't remember. I think we just beefed him up as the game went along. That's true. Because <laughs> you do work on your beef. That's part of the Ready to Rumble saga. You gotta, you gotta beef up. You can't be a boxer or a wrestler yeah. if you're not beefy. Yeah. Man, those were the days. Well, you know that note? yeah, the fucking yeah, we should probably just probably get out of that. You got a little nostalgic here. Got a little nostalgic. Sometimes you yearn for '90s Peoria. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you really do, man. It's crazy to say, but you really do. Yep. Um. So yeah, wrestling, Jeff. I'll tell you what. Uh, this is kind of a crazy, crazy point in my life. I got a lot going on. So I watched. I so I did. Yeah, so I did watch uh, Monday Night Raw though. Okay. And I was playing. I know, and I what I was gonna do is watch uh, the SmackDown that happened uh, last night, so we could kind of get more on track. I don't know. We have to figure something out because if we're gonna start recording on Saturday. It doesn't really make sense to talk about the SmackDown that was two SmackDowns ago. You know what I mean? Right. right. So I was thinking maybe I could watch. Uh, I could just like take over SmackDown and watch that. I could watch the current one. But here's the problem, Jeff. I go to watch it this morning on Hulu and it wasn't there yet. Oh God. So I don't. I don't know when they post it. Like how many hours of a gap there is there. Might be a full 24, but who the fuck knows? Maybe they're just being lazy on the weekends. Well, I know, like, on, like, you know, Raw airs Monday night, obviously, and then by Tuesday night, I can watch it. By Tuesday night? Like, yeah, yeah. By Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm never home. 
yeah. So, so I never tried it. But uh, it could be a full 24 hours, so I don't know if that plan's going to work or not. But anyway, well, I'm sorry. I, I gave the gave the banana people my availability as like, hey, I'm going to need Friday off by 4 p.m., so, which is 5 central time. Okay. So if, we, if, we, if we want to move this to Friday in the future, that I mean, that's not much of a change. Obviously, we're still recording while that next SmackDown is airing, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is too much damn wrestling. But yeah. uh, that's fine. I didn't know if... So why'd you have to work last night? Special occasion? Uh, no, the, the, there's new people doing the schedule and they haven't remembered my availability yet. I had to remind them for this next week. You had to go in there with... My availability, like, no, let me go change it. Damn right you're going to change it. Yeah, before you get a fucking banana up your ass, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Or a pineapple <laughs> stuck sideways. Yeah. Stick it straight up your candy ass! Yeah, that's what they'll fucking get. You ever had a... You, you, you know the difference between a tomatillo and a fucking... Uh, what, what was... What'd you mix up? A sprout? A Brussels sprout and a tomatillo. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah. very similar, Eric. Still very similar. They ain't change. I just like... I like to think of the one guy that you know was like, I think I'm going to try out some Brussels sprouts tonight. Like, never... You know, he has no, he has no idea. And he goes and gets those and he tries to cook them on some fucking restaurant. He, you know, the first Google search he saw and he's like, these taste like shit. <laughs> such a more pungent flavor, man. Yeah, I can't believe that. I can't believe that guy made you eat them raw and you did it. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, learned my lesson, right? Yeah. Maybe. I, I guess so. I mean, who knows? Who knows what else you've mixed up? That reminds me. Um, my brother texted me this week. It's like, did you ever see that commercial with the produce worker, the wrestling commercial? Like, when SmackDown was first coming out on Fox, they were doing a bunch of, like, old-school XFL-ish advertisements for the mainstream public. Like, just showing a, a guy fantasizing about wrestling. And there is one that specifically rings a bell to me now because it's just some guy, like stocking bananas or some shit at the grocery store and he's daydreaming about wrestling and give some of the people's elbow or a stone cold stunner or some shit <laughs> hell yeah so chris drew the parallel to you <laughs> yeah and it's, it's absolutely perfect <laughs> he imagined you stocking those bananas full just dreaming about a stone cold stunner yep just drop it hitting someone right over the head with some bananas and then dropping them for a DDT right in the aisle there. Oh, man, it'd be wonderful. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. So, ask, me, ask me if we have garlic again, motherfucker. Yeah, they ask I'll, you where... I'll, I'll RKO your ass right here. Yeah, they're always looking for the prepared one, the, the minced garlic that's in the jar, right? No, it's the opposite here. Well, no, but... They don't want that shit. That's second class. They want that fresh garlic. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, the, the minced one's so hard to find. Oh, yeah, but uh, for, like, the last half a week, we were out of garlic, and God forbid that happens in a trendy neighborhood like Capitol Hill. Yeah, but, I mean, to to their defense, garlic is, like, essential. Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand 
that, like it's in almost every recipe. It's like an onion, man. You can't you can't run out of onions, can't run out of garlic, can't run out of bananas. You know how many hot twenty to thirty year old girls nights I ruined by saying, No, we're actually out of garlic. Really? Why? Yeah. Is there a shortage? I don't know why. We just don't <laughs> have garlic. There, I I go back to this. Tell me why, shit. Yeah, I go back to a room where I normally pick it up, and it's not there. Exactly. And that's all I can tell you. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, yeah. Like I said, I actually got to watch Raw, Jeff. But if you'd like to talk about what happened on that Smack, did you watch uh, anything else this week besides SmackDown and Raw? I tried to watch some AEW. And Eric, I don't know if that's going to last in 2020. You done? Not only for me, but for the world, because sweet Jesus. No way. It's getting bad? It's getting bad. Uh-oh. And they, they were debuting this, old, this old-timey this old Memphis NWA style. I don't know his background, but he sounded like he's from the Memphis area. He's going to be doing uh, that dark... That shit on YouTube, AW Dark with Excalibur. And oh. it was the first time on the mic, and he was just such an old man. He might as well have said, The Boston Celtics. Robert Parrish was a good player. He might as well have been doing that shit from the office, man. Yeah. So, what's AW Dark? I'm not familiar. Uh, I think it's similar to like that NWA thing where they just, it's like a Lester Van show that they put up on YouTube or some shit, from what I understand. Okay. They've done a terrible job of promoting it. I don't know. At, at the start of AEW shows, you can't hear shit because the pyro's going on and JR's trying to yell over shit. Tony's hard to hear. Then Excalibur and the old guy, just impossible to hear. Yeah. So they, they all get shook. So wait, now there's four. There's not four announcers normally, is there? No, no. The, uh, I thought it was going to be like that the whole night, but they just had him on for the first match to like... It's like a get-to-know-you type of thing, but he, he failed mightily because he's old and he's just announcing it like he would baseball. Okay. You know, like he doesn't yeah. have, like, passion or energy. He's just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I, the pace of wrestling now is just incredible. <laughs> yeah, I don't follow AEW, but I, I do believe you because as an outsider, I used to get, you know, I follow a ton of shit on the gram about wrestling. Yeah, and I used to. I mean, it used to be when they first came out, it was everything I saw, and now I don't see a lot about it at all. So I, I believe you. Uh, it's interesting to hear the other side because I don't know if you listened to uh, South Beach Sessions last week, but they had Tony Khan on. Tony who? Tony Khan, the uh, owner or whatever of AEW. I thought it's Cody Rhodes. No, it's like uh, who's the owner of the Jaguars? Like his name's like Shad Khan or something. Oh no, no, I remember you saying there's some affiliation with the Jaguars owner. Yeah, so the Jaguars owner's Shad Khan or whatever. So they're brothers. No, son. Oh, son. Okay. And his son uh, has a, he he does a lot of different stuff with sports as well. He has like a. Uh, analytics company that works closely with ESPN he said um and he he does a lot of sports stuff but anyway he wanted to use daddy's money to start a wrestling company you know yeah and uh 
I, I, it was funny hearing, uh, hearing him talk because I was, I was a little bit surprised. Like you could tell he was a fan, but it would just be like if me or you came across a bunch of money, like a shit ton of money, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna start a wrestling promotion. Like no planning or anything, you mean? I just don't like. I mean, it's just one of those businesses. Like you really have to come up in it on the inside to be successful at this. I feel like. Yeah, I, I don't know yeah, if it, I, there's so much backstage that we don't we're, we're it's a, yeah to. yeah it's such a even now that it's it's totally different but it's still such an insider industry you know exactly which I know they hired a lot of people that do know what they're doing so it's not like he's dumb by any means but it's just like I'm not sure if a guy who was just like oh I'm gonna start a wrestling promotion I don't know if it's gonna work. But it's funny, like, do you think it's failing? Like, what what do you think's wrong with it? Is it the stories? The no story issue? That's a big part of it, for sure. Um, the other WCW vibe, I mean, we talked about it. It's just, uh, and I think they're going to start to get away from this, but it's the, it's the hierarchy at the top, and even more so, that just adds to the chaos, especially me as a fan. Like, I'd, I'd like to get into it. But it's the factionery. Like, for instance, second match of the night uh, was a women's match, just a women's championship match. And then there, then there's this third woman on commentary. I have no clue why she's on commentary, but she's, like, just clowning everyone on commentary, especially Excalibur, saying, I bet you're ugly as fuck without that mask on or some shit. Like, okay, why are you so indifferent all of a sudden? So you get her bad vibes while there's a pretty good match going on, and then all of a sudden we're just we're our cameras taken to these two women who I'm not sure if they're fans or wrestlers sitting in the audience. Turns out they're wrestlers. All of a sudden, three more women come in from the back, and then it's like ten women out there. How the fuck am I supposed to keep track of your women's division when you have ten women? I have no clue who any of them are or what side they're on. It's it's, it's absolute chaos and. Coming in, like, not knowing any women, you, like, I can't imagine a casual fan. Like, immediately, I was like, okay, fuck this. This is too much. <laughs> yeah. So not, someone yeah. who's not, like, a wrestling mark at all, like, they're going to change the channel in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, it's interesting listening. I heard Cody Rhodes do an interview recently, and it's almost like... They're, they're, that's kind of the thing. Like people are like, "Oh, there's no stories," and you know, we see it as a negative. But it's almost like that's intentionally what they're doing, listening to him talk. Which I don't know if it's gonna work, brother. No. You know what I mean? I I, I think no. it's kind of supposed to be like a giant ass indie show, the way he makes it sound. And I'm like, I don't know if that's gonna work. Yeah, I mean, how are you supposed to get pops from the crowd if they if they don't know from week to week, like, who's good? Or, like, how am I supposed to tell the difference between sub-tag team that's high-flight and high-charisma or another tag team that's also high-flight and high-charisma but with different colored pants? Yeah, yeah. You're all wrestling the same because you're all trying to get up at the same. You're all practicing together. Fucking develop your own styles. Yeah. It's also interesting listening to... Uh... Jim Ross right now. Is he frustrated? I think he is. Like it's. I mean, who knows? Like, it's just weird. Like he, uh, 
you know, he's he's a company man, like so he's not gonna talk shit about him. No. Which I can understand, but that's how he is. But uh man, these fans are really getting to him. Like people talk shit about him on the internet and he like gets pissed. Really? And it makes you wonder, like, are you like there's no way you haven't been getting shit your whole life. Like anybody who's in the public eye is getting harassed by internet dorks. Yeah. So like it does make you wonder, like, why are you getting so mad? Is it because you really are frustrated? I mean, because it, it it doesn't fit his uh his ideology of wrestling at all. Like we've all listened to Jr. behind the scenes. He's always talking about how you don't have to do a thousand flips and you don't have to. You know, he likes old school shit, meat and potatoes wrestling. Yeah, he's a simplistic guy. He would he would take a boob DDT in a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's his. Uh, that's how he likes his wrestling, and and AEW really uh, contradicts that. So it makes you wonder. I heard of uh, 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 actually get frustrated at the very top of the show on this AEW I watched because he was trying to send it to a clip and they didn't have the clip ready for a whole other bit and he just hears like we got a clip for it here folks and he's fine and then the five seconds go with dead air yeah ten more seconds he's like oh we're gonna have to wait a minute or two on that clip <laughs> and you can hear the frustration grow in his voice he's like and finally was like here's that clip for you folks yeah, a little, more, a little more sass on his barbecue sauce. Oh, for sure. You know he's like talking back to the producers, like, "What the fuck do you want me to do with that?" Yeah, you tell me the, to you throw to the clip, and then we got a minute of dead air. Yeah, the clip wasn't <laughs> even worth it. It's a terrible clip. Yeah, so he's he's probably frustrated, and understandably so. I mean, who knows, man? It'll be interesting to see. But like, it it does take a lot of time. So either either they'll completely fucking fail. Or they'll hold they'll hold long enough to figure it out. That's basically what it is. They have now, they have enough money to figure it out. That's for sure. Do they? Oh yeah, they that, no they yeah deep fucking pockets. Those guys are those guys got more money than Vince. Really? Yeah. Well, they better spend on some production. Then. <laughs> that's that's another thing that makes you wonder. It's like you you got these deep ass pockets. Like let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> that I got a, a recall on from AEW. I didn't see the end of it. I might still go back and watch it, but uh, Jericho is trying to... Le Champion is trying to uh, entice John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose yes. uh, to come into the inner circle. Yeah, I don't know. I think they have a title match coming up. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. You know, Jericho's just doing that classic heel thing. He's like, hey, man, come on in the inner circle. And now, now he... This last episode I saw, he, he offered him this fancy-ass car. He's like, we all 
chip. He's out in the parking lot. It's like we all chipped in here in the inner circle and got you this nice, brand new Ford F one fifty. He's like rubbing the hood and shit, and it. it's got a vanity plate that says Mox. It just looks fucking badass. Hell yeah! It's just so funny hearing Jericho try to chip tempt him. I was just immediately gagging. Oh it's like, uh, yeah. And to the and to AEW's credit, uh, I did see that, so I was wrong. I did see, I saw all over Instagram about that, like that whole thing with Dean and and uh, the inner circle. So like, I don't know. It's just basically Jericho, though. Like, we can't give too much credit to them. No, no, I'm giving it to Jericho. Yeah, exactly. Jer- Jericho's a man. Yeah. He really is. I mean, this guy is really, he's reinvented himself too many times. It's pretty unbelievable. He'll probably make another run at WWE once this shit folds, too. Probably finish her out. Why not? Why the hell not, dude? He'll get a huge fucking pop. So, um, okay. That was good AEW recap there. Was there anything else notable from the show? Or basically Jericho? I called I called it after I didn't even get halfway through it. I called it after the women's chaos match because I'm like, this is fucking stupid. You're wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they're gonna WWE has like you know, I was thinking about it on the way to work the other day. It's almost like impossible and I and I'm sure they don't think they will, but I think it's almost impossible to uh take down WWE. Oh yeah. Because uh and like I said, I don't think they believe they will. So that's not what I'm saying. But it is kind of... I was just thinking about it. It's it's as developed and ingrained as like the NBA or the NFL. Exactly. So anybody trying to start up a secondary league ain't going to happen. Speaking of which, isn't the XFL uh, supposed to start here pretty soon? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Me and, uh, me and my buddy, our buddy Landmark, were... Uh, talking about the XFL teams and like this time around like they're all coastal based again like southern or coastal base yeah so you and I and everyone else in the Midwest I think we're all sharing the same team to root for in the XFL and that's the St. Louis Battlehawks because that's the only Midwestern team in the entire fucking league there's not a Chicago team nope there was in the original XFL but not in this one yeah there was I remember it Huh. Yeah, well, I'll watch. I mean, yeah, I'll check it out. Oh, yeah, dude. They got some weird rule changes. Uh, two, two passes allowed in the backfield, two forward passes. Yeah. You can pass it to your receiver forwardly as long as behind, he's behind the line of scrimmage. He can still fucking chuck that shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But the, when I first heard the rule, I thought it meant like, we're talk, I thought we're talking like, we throw it downfield. <laughs> The receiver catches it and throws it more downfield. <laughs> God, that, that'd be insane. Yeah, I was like, damn, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be like NFL Blitz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was something they were considering that Landmark was talking about is uh, no pass interference. Yeah, it's not a rule, but they're considering it. Yeah. And that would be straight up NFL Blitz. Like, just immediately chop blocking the receiver as yeah. soon as he... Runs off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they didn't do that because that that would that wouldn't work. No. It's a, it, it's a great thought, but it wouldn't work. But yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out for sure. I mean, like like we said, like like there's no possible way that the XFL takes takes down the NFL. Nope. 
And I'm sure they understand that. But that's what I compare these other companies to WWE. Like, there's they don't have any history. There's too yeah. much. There's too much fucking history. Like when you talk about Ric Flair or whoever, and you're talking about what titles they've had. Like these are WWE runs. And even if they weren't, then Vince bought them all up. Yep. You know what I mean? He bought I, the ones you didn't have. <laughs> yeah, like the NWO is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean that's what that tells you everything. But uh, yeah, I'll check out this fucking XFL. Is there only eight teams? I think so. So we got Seattle, D.C., L.A., Houston, Tampa Bay, New York, St. Louis, and Dallas. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. Let's, let's, let's go Battlehawks, return of the St. Louis Hawks. It's been about 40 years. This, this will be, yeah. So first game is on... Okay, they're gonna. Oh no, they're gonna run Saturdays and Sundays. So oh, it's, really? Damn, February eighth isn't that like the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like right after the Super Bowl. I was gonna say I can't believe they have their opening weekend on Super Bowl weekend. There's no way. Uh, that. That'd be that'd be Super Bowls dipped in the CBD oil. Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Eventually, we put these grapefruits all up in that oil. Yeah. To be doing stuff like that. All right, Jeff. Well, um, we're we're running long, but I didn't have a whole lot to say about WWE this week. So let's see what you got. You got anything from SmackDown? SmackDown eight days ago. Yes, I do. <laughs> January the third, Memphis, Tennessee, baby. Home with Jerry the King Lawler. Home with Jerry. Um. Now the the big takeaway from this episode. There's a lot of fluff, Eric, and I, I rearranged my notes to try to make it less confusing, and at first glance, it's more confusing, but the big takeaway, main event, Roman and Daniel Bryan versus Corbin and Ziggler. Somehow, this is a notice qualification match, I guess, but I didn't know that going in, because uh, Daniel Bryan just got, I don't know, I don't know if The Fiend showed up and took, oh yeah, The Fiend showed up, drove, a, drove his ass through the barricade. Look fucking badass as shit. Then Corbin and Ziggler seize this opportunity to uh, do a repeat of the dog food incident with Roman Reigns. So they're getting the cuffs out. They're starting to shackle them up, you know. They're getting the dog food out. The fans are starting to get hyped. They're like, oh no, we know what's coming. Fuck you, Corbin. Fuck you, Corbin. Who's going to save Roman? Then all of a sudden, Usos! Hell yeah. Uh, and you get that fucking they got they still got a hype uh, theme song in my book yeah down since day one ish yeah I, I feel on that um that that was that was a huge thing of the night that's your big takeaway yep besides that uh Miz is slightly becoming heelish again Eric yeah I heard I didn't see it but I heard that was a, the Miz heel turn I think they're doing a soft turn on him it is a soft turn because right now it's just like he's frustrated and he's tired of like the fiend disrespecting his family. He's he's frustrated by that. And he turned a corner like he's all pissed off and he turned a corner and you just see Biggie's swiveling hips and Kofi holding the pancake platter where the pancakes spell out twenty twenty and Kofi's just like dousing in syrup all sexually and everything. <laughs> they're trying to cheer him up and misses and having he slams that fucking platter down and just ruins their night so they challenge him to a match Kofi versus Miz Kofi ends up winning this 
and then Miz attacks Kofi after the bell because he's still frustrated. Okay. <laughs> so it's not a huge heel turn, but you can tell there's definitely frustration there, and it probably will go into a slight heel turn. Oh, yeah, which I'm cool with. I like, I like heel Miz myself. Oh, but then here, here's the, here's the kicker, Eric, because uh, Charlie wanted to do an interview with Miz after about his frustration, so she goes knocking on the Miz's locker room door, and who answers it? But our boy John Morrison, he's like, Miz isn't taking any interviews right now, and he closes the door. Oh yeah, I did see that scene. So that's a little juicy. It was juicy. Now John Morrison might be. Inserting himself into this uh, picture a little bit. Yeah, he got it. He didn't get much from the Memphis crowd, though. A lot of people like it was such a quick cameo. A lot of people didn't probably know. Like, I I had to wait for King to remind me. He's like, "That's John Morrison." I'm like, "Thank you, King." Oh yeah, King King's old school. He knows when the crowd needs a little refresher. Exactly. Uh, so what happened? Hold on, real quick. Check this out. And, and they're getting hyped during this. That's the best part. Uh, I love how hyped they get coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah, they turned up to <laughs> Oh, I thought they were like... I didn't realize. I thought they were rapping during this part. No, I guess it's just instrumental. I don't know. But what's going on with my man, before we get out of SmackDown, what's going on with my man Otis and Mandy? Uh-oh. So you know where this is going, Eric. <clears throat> so uh, Mandy comes up and uh, tries talking to Otis while he's pumping. Hell yeah. She's like, she's like how are you doing? She's like, he's like, I don't know. How's Dolph Ziggler? Oh yeah, I saw this scene. He's like, he's real. He how he always is, just real weird. Yeah, he's weird, but he clearly is bummed out. And yeah. man, he's like, oh, you saw that? He's like, no, but my mom did. <laughs> and the mom's the one who made the fruitcake, so she was super offended. Of course. And then Tucker just comes by. He's like, come on, we have a match to prepare for. And like glares at Mandy. Yeah, he's like the, he's like the you know girl's best friend that you cheated on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the role he's playing? Exactly. Okay. And then, so later, uh, <clears throat> Otis has a match with Drew Gulak, uh, the PowerPoint slide guy. Give yep. us another PowerPoint why uh, Mandy will never date Otis and just like kind of clowned him in the opening promo just to heat him up. Like, you're a loser and Mandy will never date you, you, you fat turd. Yeah. <laughs> So during, during this match, you see Mandy and Sonya watching back of the TV, and they're like chatting, but it's on silent, you know. And then all of a sudden, later in the match, you see Ziggler chatting with them, and like I don't like you still can't hear anything, and the uh, announcers didn't push the storyline any further than that. So I assume Mandy and Sonya didn't want Ziggler there. He's probably just there. Like I'm, I'm judging this off of body language, you know. Yeah. He was just there, like, trying to chat her up, and she's, like, trying to watch the match or some shit. That's what I got from it, but... Okay. 
Otis won the match, and that's all we have on this SmackDown from that. Okay. All right. Uh, one, one last thing from SmackDown, Eric. What's that? We had uh, Gable versus Dash Wilder. Uh, this got started with short jokes, even though the Revival were probably like an inch or two taller than Chad Gable. Yeah. So short jokes don't really work. <laughs> but um, during this match, uh, the Revival are attacking Gable after he wins the match. Two on one. Who's going to save Gable all of a sudden? Wait, is that D-Max or Seamus's? Because I meant to sing Seamus's. No, that's Seamus. Okay, yeah, Seamus comes out and everyone's like, Oh, cool, Seamus is back, here to save the day. Then he just fucking bro-kicks Gable and walks out. Okay, so he he is heel. But he's not not aligned with uh, the Revival. Like, when the Revival came in... Or when Seamus came in, the Revival, like, put their hands up and walked away. Well, spoiler alert, I saw a clip on IG from last night's SmackDown where uh, Seamus was straight up talking about, like, killing every short person in the world, like, genocide or something. It was crazy. Oh, that seems a little <laughs> over the top. <laughs> just, a, just a bit excessive. Yeah. I saw right. Yeah, it was crazy. I gotta hear... Uh, short people... Yeah, why why are we killing the short people? We need them. Yeah. I mean, who who hasn't been to a like you know you go over to sleep at your aunt's house for the holidays and they're all you got is a little a little uh, love seat. Somebody's got to sleep on that thing. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, killing I, short people. Wow. Okay. Now now that, that you played it quick. Now that you sing that song. Uh, I, I can't remember which one you sang, so we're going to check it out here. Because it sounds like both of them in my head. Yeah, same here. <laughs> oh, well. It's, uh, it's being a turd, Jeff, so. Oh, here it is. Here it's coming. We're not going to have much time for Raw, so I hope we don't have too much to say about that. I know I don't. I don't have too much to say about the Bulls this week, so we can short that up. What the fuck? This is D-Mac. This is D-Mac? This is what I was saying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so you were singing D-Mac. I got D-Mac on the brain, dude. Rightfully so. He's pushing. Oh, he's gonna he's winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. He better. Or or we're getting we're gonna do something. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're gonna start a boom DDT riot. Yeah we are. Here we go. Here's Seamus. What the hell is this? Oh yeah. Yeah. They are similar. Yeah, I think it's the drum that began that threw me off because yeah, they both have the do 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 do
he he just had some kind of play or some kind of radio going or something. But that dude, it it played every single Monday Night Raw theme for the last twenty years. Jesus, I, I swear to God, every like every ten songs would be like, "Yep, this was a wrestling theme." <laughs> yep, this was a wrestling theme. I'm like, you should start watching wrestling, dude. You'd really love it. You love wrestling rock. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Monday Night Raw, Jeff. What I'll tell you There's about Monday. Things we gotta get to. Yeah, definitely the the start of it. They open with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Yeah. Coming down, doing their classic shtick, but it's still it's still cool, man. I still, for some reason, it's still cool when Lesnar and Heyman show up. Uh, yeah, it's it's got a it's still got a little it's still got some gas in the tank. Oh yeah, especially when it's like they they said this is Lesnar's first appearance in Survivor Series. Yep, yep. So they announce that uh, Lesnar's going in number one because he's 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 feeling himself so much he wants to take on all thirty bitches at Royal Rumble. Yeah, which w- doesn't make any sense, but okay. No, because the Rumble matches at one on twenty nine, even though wrestling announcers like to uh, call it as such. Yeah. So, uh, so what's your opinion on uh, why 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 is Brock Lesnar going in number one? What's really going to happen? What's the angle here? I liked your your UFC theory. So yeah, like I like I was saying to you earlier. Um, I mean earlier before this podcast. Uh, the announcers were teasing this as well, or Heyman was, one of the two, like talking about Brock having the WWE title, some sort of UFC title, which I guess he's got a fight coming up in UFC, which I could have sworn he was retired from UFC, but... He's got a fight? Wait, what? I don't know, Eric. Does he have a UFC fight? I don't follow that shit. No, I didn't hear that. Is that something Paul Heyman said? I thought so. What? Okay. I don't know. Google it. Like, I'll like, Google it. Like Redmond says, Google it, bitches. I'll Google it. Just you can keep going, and I'll figure figure that out. So yeah, they were saying something about him possibly having a UFC title, WWE title, and like just rolling through all thirty of these bitches. Because like Eric has said, he's feeling himself right now. It's twenty twenty, the year of the beast. Yeah. So my theory for this whole thing is this is just a way for Brock to not defend his title at the Royal Rumble. And not only that, by being in the Rumble, because, like, especially nowadays when we have a men's Rumble and a women's Rumble, if you have four main title matches on top of that, four of the top titles being defended on top of an hour-long, two-hour-long Rumbles, like, that's, that's just excessive. So, to lighten the load... I think Brock's not going to have a title match in the Rumble. He's just going to get in the Rumble. And then, to make this shit even spicier, we're going to have some sort of UFC cameo be entered in the Royal Rumble. He's not going to serve a purpose. Let's, let's call him Cain Velasquez for right now, because I don't know UFC people. It could be Conor McGregor. Any jerk-off you can name. <laughs> yeah, any jerk-off, really. Way <laughs> yeah. into the Rumble... Maybe they have a past history with Brock. Maybe they whoop Brock's ass in UFC or something. So all of a sudden, confident Brock turns into scared Brock. He gets his ass kicked out by said UFC fighter, and then we start a feud. And that feud turns into one of these pandering matches at WrestleMania that Vince loves to do, 
where it's Brock versus some UFC guy and to all his wrestling marks, this is a waste of time because it ends up being a four-minute shit match. But to on paper, it looks fucking brilliant. Oh, it's Cain Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Who wouldn't love to see that? Those two big dogs go at it, you know? Oh, yeah. Cole will be out there just with Vince's cock in his mouth. Yeah. Just... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, Cole, we did it. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to see it, Cole. You're right. <laughs> so that, that's my theory is this is all leading to nothing about Brock winning the Rumble. He might, he might go 29 people. I don't care. If that number 30 is Cain Velasquez and then kicks his ass out, and the, the UFC fighter doesn't have to even win the Rumble either, you know. He yeah. can just kick Brock out, and then we have a WrestleMania date, basically. I agree. I, I don't think... I agree with you there that no matter what happens, Brock's storyline isn't who's going to win. No. It's some, okay. kind of, it's some kind of outside thing. That That's just to get people talking. That's water cooler talk, Eric. Yeah. Okay. What if Brock wins? Who's he going to face? They are already discussing that shit on WWE backstage. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Some of them don't, don't like it as much either. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, that's... I, I, li- I like your prediction a lot there, and I, I, I can't come up with anything better as to why the hell they would do this. Yeah, because otherwise it just makes no sense. Yep. So what else from... Oh, there was a good match on Raw. There was uh, Andrade versus Ray Ray, correct? That one had a botched ending. Did it have a botched ending? Yeah, Ray got his ass, like, knocked out, and he's he rolled back into the ring. Or one of the two. Ray or Almas rolled back into the ring. I want to say Ray. And then the ref literally whispered to him, but the ref was on mics. So I go back out there, and, like, Ray immediately rolled back out of the ring... So Almas could, like, fuck him up a bit more on the outside and then take him in for the win. Like, I think Ray just, like, fucked up the end. Okay. The ref's like, no, we have to fill, like, 30 more seconds or some shit. Okay. It's very weird. It, like, you could clearly tell that the ref talked to him like a straight-up coach would. Oh, yeah. Play. Okay, oh, yeah. coach. Yep. Uh, nonetheless, though, a really good match. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Ray and Almas are a great combo. Yeah. I would not be surprised if they didn't fucking milk that shit at the Rumble for the U.S. title. Yeah, yeah, the the story's still strong. Obviously, they had another link up later on in the night. Ray got his mask back and whatever. Oh yeah, I, with all the ref shit, I completely missed live the fact that he got demasked after the after the match. Yeah, I did too. I don't know when they did that. Unless. <laughs> This was an OKC, Eric, and there's a really strong uh, support in the front Marky Rose for uh, Lucha Luchadors in Mexican wrestling. I don't know if you saw or heard that. Uh-huh. There's They had Mexican flags out. They had, uh, it just said Lucha Libre Wrestling. Like, they're just all for that shit. Mexican-American wrestling, like old school fans, you know? That's badass. Maybe that's, I mean, that's a good good night to have this match. Yeah, because that that's the angle they're playing. Ray said that, you know, Almas isn't fit for the U.S. title. He's a disgrace to Lucha, Lucha Libre Wrestling and all this and all this shit. Okay. And Almas responds by doing the most disrespectful thing to a luchador you can do and taking your mask. Yeah. Snatch your mask. Did you notice, uh, 
this is the only other thing I wanted to talk about from Raw. Did you notice that um, there was like a run-in in the ring at the end of a segment? Did you catch this? Well, it, we didn't know who it was. It, it, it was basically a work shoot as far as I'm concerned, because normally if there's a drunk fan and the camera's off of him, they would never go to the camera that would show him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so the camera's off the ring, and then the camera cuts to the ring, and there's a guy in a suit that ran into the ring, and then a couple of WWE guys tackled him, and then the camera kind of floated off to the right into the crowd. Uh, Wait, what? I completely missed this. Yeah, it was really fucking weird. So I'm thinking, and I saw this on the Hulu cut, so I'm like, first of all, why would the director send it to the camera that has the run-in if it, if we weren't already there? You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And then why would they keep it on the Hulu cut? No, not... This so, is weird. I have absolutely no idea what segment this was in. Well, it was this, it was the segment right before the Lana La, the Lana Lashley segment. AJ and Tazawa? I guess. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that is when it was. And uh, we find out in the Lana Lashley segment that it, the guy that ran in is is the preacher. Excuse me. Oh, oh, I remember. Yeah, they they uh, the announcers mentioned something at the beginning. About him coming in or, or, like, interacting with the fans during commercial or some shit. But why, why, like, why didn't you, why didn't the announcers elaborate if it was supposed to, if it was a work shoot? Like, if it was supposed to happen, why didn't they tell us what, what why he did that? I don't think it was, I think he did come in early and then they're just trying to comb it over. Oh, like, he, he obviously was supposed to be there, but he, he missed his spot. Yeah, he came in too early when the cameras were still on. He was supposed to come in during the commercial when the cameras were off. So I guess they're just trying to play it off a little bit. I don't. I have no idea. That's strange. It was some kind of fuck up. the uh, The Lashley uh, Lana segment, it, it, as Jr. would say, it's a real bad piece of business right there. There's something <laughs> juicy at the end, though, Eric. Uh, damn, I can't even remember. Two juicy things at the end of that segment. What was it? Oh. So- when uh, Lana was just yelling her ass off, which everyone hates, like, Bobby's not looking at her. He's looking at Rusev on the Titantron, but, like, he's clearly just saying, just shut up! Like, he yells that, and you just see his face, like, it's like, oh, shit, did I just say that? And Lana's, like, looking confused. Yeah. So I don't know if we're seeing a crack. Yeah, there, <laughs> there might be a crack. What was the other juicy thing? Uh, later on, um, so Bobby challenged Rusev to a match next week. Yeah. A rematch. Uh, and then later on in an interview, Liv just kind of interrupts some random interview. She's like, I heard that uh, Lana's going to be in Bobby's corner next week for the match. Maybe I will be in Rusev's corner, like all sexually and diplomatic and shit. Yeah. So, we got a little teaser there that we're going to get a little something next week about this Live Lana thing. Yep, yep. Oh, and before we give up on Raw, there was a return. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big show. Yeah, it was a big man show tonight, y'all. KO, Joe, and the big show. (laughs) 
Hell yeah. I can't remember how the match ended. That, if anything is a protein sandwich from Denny's, that is what you'd get if you were drunk and starving. Yeah. It's the equivalent of KO, Samoa Joe, in the big show as a yeah. fucking six-man tag team. Those are beefy boys. Yeah. And they're going to have a, a rematch with the same... I thought they made a rematch with the same combo for next week. Uh, it's it's going to be called a, quote, fist fight. No one knows what that is, but they teased that at the very end. Oh, fist fight, huh? Yeah. Isn't that kind of how they all are? His ass clocked by uh, Big Show again. <laughs> I don't know. How did the match end, though? I can't remember. That that exact scenario. He, he got clocked with the KO punch. Hell yeah! So the Big Show looked all right. He looked like classic Big Show. I wonder how old he is. He, he looked kind of old. Oh well, yeah, he's looked old for years. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm not gonna hold that against him. No, he's old. He started wrestling, dude. He's he's got like a like a uh, um LeBron James type of thing going. He started real young. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was the LeBron James of wrestling. Ooh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> forty-seven. See, he's not that old, but he's been around forever. Debut. He was the WCW for Christ's sake. Yeah, and early debut ninety four. Good God! So that's what. Uh, that's that's before Crow Sting. That's twenty five years. Twenty five, twenty six, somewhere in there. Yeah, so he's been around. He's got the miles there, man. He's not so old, but a lot of miles. Um, real quickly on Raw. Three things I'll try to touch on in less than two minutes. Becky Asuka, what the hell happened? Uh, I don't like how Becky, like, admitted that she was scared of Asuka in some weird way. Neither do I. I didn't care for it. No, you, you're breaking my heart, Becky. <laughs> yeah, I don't see where you are. Well, yeah, where are you going with this? I don't get it. That's not in your character. If you because... Get- then at the end of it too, where she Oscar came out and she just clocked her and she seemed like she's back to normal again. Yeah, it didn't fit, didn't match up. Like it's not part of her character. If she's gonna lose, just let her lose. Like I don't want to hear her saying that bullshit. So this was just their version of a slow burn for the week on that rivalry. Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, Rowan. Uh, we had another Rowan thing. He. Let uh, Zack Ryder or Hawkins, one of them, peek inside the cage. They got freaked out. Then after he squashed the jobber, he smushed the jobber's head in the cage, like just underneath the burlap sack. And the jobber came away yelling and screaming with what looked like blood was on his face. So I don't okay. know. Okay, it's a dangerous bird in that cage. Yeah, we're still yet to know or care what's going on in there. I don't know why you brought that up in hindsight. D-Mac. Okay. I know we already touched on it, but he had a segment where he worked on his mic skills after squashing No Way Jose and uh, a lot of the conga line. He's like, I enjoy beating the hell out of every one of you, except for the fries back there. You're actually pretty cool because there was someone dressed as fries. Hell yeah. He Didn't he do a uh, Claymore kick and then did a little kip up with the mic in his hand? Yeah, he's like, did 
didn't even drop the mic. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I think he's working on a catchphrase. The audience seemed to know what was going on, but I had no idea, and I don't know how I feel about it. But he said this on two separate occasions. Three, two, one, done. Okay. It needs some work. It does. For me. We'll see it how does. we'll see how he executes it. It could be corny. No, but I, I keep keep giving us the attention, D Mac. I'm ready for you to win that rumble. Yeah, D Mac for the rumble. D Mac twenty twenty. Exactly. Is what D-Mac I'm saying. D Mac twenty twenty. All right, is that it, Jeff? That's it. All right, well, you know what we what we have to do here. What we got to do, Attic? The last segment of the night before we get on out of here and continue our night and go celebrate our good buddy Bork's birthday. A big let's give him a round of applause for a big thirty-two. Congratulations, Bert. Milkman and he says he's always down even when he's at work to do a cameo. Okay. If we need another movie thing like uh, Peter Jackson, hit him up. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we should we should call him way more. For sure. Uh, but for now, Jeff, it's time for that thirty-second Bulls update. about Luka Doncic. That's what I was going to say. This boy Luka, th- this kid is good. Yeah, he's they got the yeah. wonder boy over in Europe. Yep, he's got better stats. He's got better stats than LeBron at his age. Now, there is some hype. There is a little hype around him, but for the most part, like, this this kid is delivered. Oh, yeah. And he's entering his sophomore season now. He won Rookie of the Year last year, deservedly so. And he's still fucking balling, balling like LeBron. Hell yeah. Uh, Slovenian, Eric. Slovenian. Sounds international, my friend. Oh yeah. Thank you, David Stern. Rest in peace. Thank you for the globalization of basketball. So I can, I can assume they lost that game. They lost that game, but the news gets worse, Eric. Okay. Because we had several rolled ankles throughout, several scares throughout this game. Yeah. To first Daniel Gafford, then Lowry Markkinen, then Wendell Carter Jr. Now ended up, Wendell Carter Jr. is the only one who's injured from that. But, dude, he's been our Mr. Consistency throughout the year. He's been our defensive rock, especially since Porter Jr. Jesus Christ with the juniors. I'm going to drop the juniors. Carter's out. Porter's out. Those are two of our five starters, and those are our defensive rocks. Ugh. So it has gone downhill since then. Uh, we went after losing that game. We went to New Orleans. We should be able to beat New Orleans. New Orleans team without Zion Williamson. They have 
relatively the same record as us. We are sitting at 13-24, they're at 12-25. But nope, Eric, we let them fucking fool us. This was hardly a watchable NBA game in the first half. You want to see shitty basketball, watch the first half of this game, Wednesday, January 8th at New Orleans. Looks like a Sunday at the Y. <laughs> Teams were shooting around 30% in that first half. Turnovers galore. My God. That is ugly. We ended up losing that one, 123-108. Then last night, Bulls fans, Pacers, I didn't even watch this game. My buddy Landmark filled me on the spoiler, saved me $2 and two hours of the end of my night by telling me that no good, no bueno. We, lo- we never had any charisma. We're down two players, and I uh, just pooped the bed. <laughs> but both fans, do not be discouraged. We're sitting at 13-26 and 10th in the East, but in checking for my uh, Bulls update, I got a little bit of a spoiler in the second quarter of the Bulls game going on currently. On Saturday, what is it, the 11th, Eric? Yes, sir, I think. Saturday the 11th, we are playing the Detroit Pistons. D-Rose and then Pistons. We're 3-0 against them on the season, and when I checked, we had a 15-point lead in the second quarter. Okay. A live update. Back on track next week, Bulls fans. A live update. A live update, maybe. Okay, so what is the record right now? 13-26. Okay. My original bet was 22 wins, and you had... 35 wins. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm not scared yet, Eric. You're not scared yet? My, my number's starting to look better. No, what do I call it? It's about to be 14 and 26. And if I'm wrong, that would be extra piss. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well, well, only time will tell. Um, thank you, Jeff, for that 30-second Bulls update. Let's see if the audience is like. Let's give him a round of applause. All right. Well, Jeff, I am. We are running late. I have to get on out of here. Hell yeah! I got some fucking pictures to put up. Get those pictures put up. I'm gonna. I'm thinking I'm gonna eat a cheese pizza tonight if everything goes right. Hell yeah! You know what I mean. I love a cheese pizza. Yeah, dude. You cheese che- pizza and bad taste. F- oh, that'd be wonderful. And and here's to bad taste. I'm gonna give bad taste a round of applause. Everybody, get out. Get your ass out there and go see bad taste. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said. Okay. 